Welcome, world, to episode 263 He'll be here. Who will be He's here a eventually? Busy man. Yeah. If if we if we get if we go through stuff real slow, he'll probably get here in like an hour. Um, um half hour. So uh, so I'll last... be Easter, I'll be same time zone as him too in about two months. So you, that that's official now. Like oh, like, it's put, happening. What the? So you've put down on a house? Like you put in an offer? The offer has been accepted. Yes, the offer has been accepted. Wow. The earnest money has been sent. My wife has a job out there now. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Apparently, um, Knoxville is just desperate for teachers, so she kind of just applied and had like five interviews immediately. Knoxville. Wow. Yes. Knoxville, Tennessee. Holy shit. So, yeah, it's 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 happening. And because everything can't work out perfectly, the closing date is the same day that Ratchet and Clank comes out. Ooh. And what's going to happen is that we're going to drive down there for the closing day, and she's going to fly back here, and I'm going to stay down there for a little while getting stuff set up. So I need to figure out how to get my TV and PS5 down. You can do it. So I can play Ratchet. There's lots There's lots of logistics that can handle that. Yeah. Um, you're, so what are you going to do for uh, What do you do for employment over there? I don't know yet. I have no idea. Now that she's found a job, it's bought me a significant amount of time to try to find something. So... I actually, I haven't really told my current place that I'm leaving yet. Semi-charmed kind of life, listener. Listen, listen to this guy living the American dream in the upper Midwest. He's going to move to the, he's going to move to fucking Knoxville, Tennessee. Because it's warmer. I really hope there's some, some really awesome culture shock. Like, I hope everyone's nice to you, but it's just like this whole other way of American living that maybe you didn't know about. You know what? And it might be, and that's part of the appeal. It's like, I've lived, you've been all over the place. Right, all over different I've parts of lived Canada. all over Western Canada. The, but yes. Canada generally gets more interesting uh, the, the further point. the further east you go, to the okay. point where like people people in Newfoundland actually have an accent. Hmm. They actually sound like they came from the old country. Like there's something really kind of particular about a Newfoundland accent, and I can't do it. Like I don't know many Newfoundlanders, but you actually get, there are significant kind of uh, hmm. language variations across. Canada, nothing like you get in the States. You get some really cool stuff. There's some crazy stuff in the States, but I have lived my entire life in southeastern Wisconsin in probably about a 45-minute radius from the south side of Milwaukee to Mequon, which is a half an hour north of Milwaukee. This is where I've lived the entire time. And, you know, maybe I'm a little bored of this corner of the world and I want to see something else for a while. There is something appealing about not knowing exactly where I'm going to go to get my groceries. I'll figure I, uh, it out. I'll figure it out. In the prairies, you get really nice sunsets, but only if you live out in the country. Mm. If you live, if you live in a city, you still get uh, light pollution. Um, so the prairies are nice for that. The mountains are nice for the crazy amount of animals that will walk through your yard. <laughs> and really, beyond that, I prefer the creature comforts of the city. Really We're a little do. closer to the city than we are now. Like there, we are in Knoxville proper, but it's like in the outskirts of Knoxville. Oh. So it's it's not. So like you're a in suburb. a suburb of Knoxville. I'm in a sub. Well, I mean the address is a Knoxville address, but it's a suburb. It's a burb, huh. which is fine. Yeah, no, that's what you want. But, but yeah, well, uh, yeah, because Knoxville proper has crime, some crime issues, but most Good big cities have some crime USA, issues. Say, I got a feeling that it's gonna be a wonderful <laughs> day. So we'll see how accepting they are of my 
lack of accent. <laughs> and your and your liberal moors. My liberal moors and my me, me calling you know a soda a soda, not pop. Oh, really? Is that actually a thing where people correct you? I don't one, know, but one of the, soda being a soda is actually very limited. It's pop almost everywhere. One of the things that always flies around, and I, I, I'm sorry to go right into uh, American police shooting people. Oh, that's fine. But one of the it happens, things so it happens a lot. I mean, it's hard to yeah. Learn. One of the things that always goes around is uh, Makia. Was her name Makia something? The young woman with the knife. Where she she called recall. the cops and then she was somehow defending. Like I didn't watch the video. I didn't. I never want to watch the video of it. No, no. Um, but either way, like the you know, I think of Kyle Rittenhouse, whoever the guy's name was. Like they didn't shoot that oh, fucker. Oh, that you motherfucker! Yeah, yeah you, you didn't have to shoot this little girl either. But uh, I always see on Twitter, there's always someone saying that uh, this this girl, that someone will correct you, this young woman, and then someone will say this young woman, and someone will say, this is the problem with people today, calling this girl a young woman. There is no, everyone's going to fuck it up. Well, you can't win on Twitter, so it's best to just not play. Yeah. Yeah. All, I, all I'm doing is I'm hearting more intelligent, better spoken people than me. Uh, I need to follow more people or something. I don't know. Yeah. My Twitter. See, it's hilarious. I, I've kind of been culling my Twitter feed, and what's left is is just incredibly gay. It's actually very nice. It's like somehow my Twitter feed is is full of like George Takei and Laura Kate Dale and and, yeah. and yeah. Um, uh, I forget her name from from Philosophy Tube. She actually just came out as as trans. It's just yeah. my my whole. I have a very rainbow feed and that I actually kind of like it. It's not bad at all. That reminds me. I want to look up the voice actor playing Emily in Dishonored. Emily Dishonored voice actor. Chloe Grace Moretz. I knew it was familiar. Okay, remember last week? I'm like, holy shit, is that uh, who was it? One of the actors. In, yeah, you uh, looked in it Dishonored. up. Like, it was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was. And, uh, and, I was, and I was amazed that they had this big name actor in it. And then... Um, What's what's who's the woman who does Billy Lurk? Um, hang on, I wrote it down. Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson is Billy Lurk, who's a huge character through like the entire second half of the series. Um, and then I played through the entirety of the second game. I did the whole thing: zero detection, zero kills. Wow. Yeah, I did non-lethal the entire way. How much saves coming? Oh, uh, completely. I played like thief. And, okay. and right. the, that's fair. Yeah. The, the thing is, in the original Thief, like you're you're carefully measuring everything you do. Like you're um, you're in a you're in a hidey hole. There is a guy walking around a uh, a metal floor outside, and you have got to get to him and take him out to continue. But he will definitely hear you because you wear hard soles shoes. Mm -hmm. So you have to shoot an arrow onto the floor that propagates moss across the floor. Yeah. Thief, Thief was a brilliant fucking game. And so, did yeah, I, I did play it that slow. Did I ever tell you the worst thing I ever did in Thief? I think mm. Thief 3. There was this giant mansion, and I managed to knock out yeah. all the guards. Yeah. Carry them outside. Yeah. Put them in a pile. Oh, you blew And them light up. them on fire. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> in, in this one? <laughs> So funny. <laughs> the corpses in Dishonored uh, want to die. <laughs> they, yeah, <laughs> they don't want to stay unconscious. Like you, you put a guy on on a rail and he's like he's got an arm hanging off. His entire body, like a cat, will just and if he, and if he drops six feet, he's dead. <laughs> That's it. So I beat the shit out of Dishonored too. I had a really good time with it. Just blasted through it. Hang on, I, I wrote some notes. You played as as the female character, right? I Dishonored start. Too? I started as Emily, and then it occurred to me that Emily doesn't have blink. Mm. Uh, yeah, what, I played. I played as a male character when I played it. Yep. 
Yeah, Emily's powers are very different from Corvo's powers. Emily has a thing called Far Reach, where what happens is like a a venom tentacle shoots out from her arm to a wall, and then she zips herself over to the wall. Hmm. Um, the problem being, she's visible for that entire travel. Oh, okay. Whereas Corvo just appears there. And Corvo gets things like slow down time. Corvo gets things like possession. And what you can do with Corvo's possession is you can, like, come across a group of four people looking, all staring at each other. Mm-hmm. And Corvo could freeze time and shoot them all in the head with a sleep dart, or just choke them all out, or uh, possess one. And then I've got a little bone charm that means when I, when I leap out of my possessed host, uh, they will pass out. So I leap into one, turn to the next one, leap into them from the first one, turn to the next one, leap into them, leap into them, and then I just walk away. And uh, pass out in a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. Cor- Corvo mechanically is a lot of fun, but... What was amazing going from Dishonored to right into Dishonored is um, the the gameplay refinements of Dishonored 2 were so palpable upon mm. coming back to the first game. Um, the first game, it's got all kinds of achievements and shit for doing it low. Um, it it in, impresses upon you that doing, quote, low chaos is important. Not mm-hmm. killing people is important. Um, but it, it's not interested in giving you tools to do that well. Dishonored 2 is. Okay. Dishonored 2 is like, you can blink up to someone in the front and then press R1, which is the uh, non-lethal takedown button, and Corvo will bash him in the face, turn him around, choke him out. From any angle, Corvo will do this. You can jump on someone from above. In Dishonored 1, you can only do a drop assassination. Mm. You can't drop and knock someone out. You can't knock someone out from the side or the front. You can only do it from the back. It's very finicky. It's just giving you more options, more choices. Yeah, the the second one, in terms of uh, your mechanics, is... Feels way better. It also, uh, bone charms and runes are much more interesting in the second one. You get skills where you can craft your own bone charms that are, that can always be like four times better than any other bone charm you will pick up. And so by the end of the first game, I was gliding along in stealth faster than I could run. Like, it was really cool. I felt really cool and powerful. But the second game, if Alex were here, he would be bringing up the Clockwork Mansion. Do you remember that? Yes, I believe so. Uh-huh. Dishonored too, right? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the there's the Clockwork Mansion, and then there's an amazing environment. These these are both amazing environments. There's the Clockwork Mansion. The Clockwork Mansion, for the listener, it is this. First of all, in Dishonored, uh, the environments are very tactile places. These are mm-hmm. lived-in environments where every building feels organic. Like this building has a back door or front door. It probably has a back door. There's definitely windows. This window happens to be open. Um, it's it's it really encourages you to explore, and it feels really good as you do it. The Clockwork Mansion is a mansion with switches everywhere yeah. that completely redesign the rooms around you as you go through them. And part of solving it is getting into the works behind uh, all the machinations, like mm-hmm. into yeah into like the the basement where all the cogs are working to make this shit happen. So visually and kind of as a thought exercise, and you can tell that as someone designing a level, they were getting off on the making of this. They felt <laughs> like for people making levels, this was probably the coolest thing they ever done in their career. And then the very next mission is a mansion in which a horrible uh, ritual took place 10 years ago or something, 15 years ago, I think. And uh, and so it created a splinter in time at that moment. And you're given a device. You can't use any powers, but you're given a device that allows you to jump from right now to 10 years ago or wherever, when the ritual took place. And 10 years ago, this mansion is populated. Right now, this mansion is dilapidated and empty. 
Yeah, and you're using that to get past specific obstacles, your stairs being crushed or something exactly, like that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But, but just like the Clockwork Mansion, as a player, it's kind of neat, but it's not as... It's not as... It, it's a little jarring. It's a little too exciting. It's not quite as enjoyable as just exploring a really neat environment and totally overcoming it. It's a really neat environment, but it's almost too neat. And so Dishonored 1 is very much thief again just not as refined so i wish i could play through the environments of dishonored one which i really like and with all the powers and the mechanics of dishonored two which are really refined but as i'm playing through dishonored one i i read a i read a note about a character named granny rags who was once an aristocrat but (laughs) but eventually her husband died and she was taken by thoughts of the outsider and now she's like considered a powerful witch in an area of town and so I'm going through the first area of the game, and I hear an old woman singing. And I go, holy shit, is that Susan Sarandon? What? No, there's no way. Yes, it's Susan oh, fucking geez. Sarandon as Granny Rags and Dishonored. I don't know what was going on with Bethesda in like 2012, 2015 when Dishonored 1 and 2 came out. Chloe Grace Moretz was <laughs> the little girl in the first Dishonored. Uh, incredible, incredible voice cast. Um, and yeah, I'm just... That's uh, nuts that they got... I mean, it's Susan nuts. Sarandon's a... That's mm-hmm. a big name. That, that's like having, um... Uh, what's her name? Uh, I always think of her the, as the woman from Julia and Julia, but that's not her. Like, obviously she's in it, but she's in... Um, God, fuck. Was the year okay. on this again? I gotta... Uh, hold on. I'm trying to find... the actually lists it in IMDb. Uh, Meryl Streep. Yeah, no, it's like landing oh, okay. Meryl Streep. It's like landing Meryl Streep for your game. It's really fucking weird to see Susan Sarandon in it, or to hear Susan Sarandon. And the Hollywood actors are are always going slower than a game, uh, than a VA will. It's really weird. Like, they're used to delivering lines when people really give a shit what they have to say, and they're not used to being a character in someone else's story, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's 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 kind of interesting in that regard, but as um, a game sorry. to distract me as we wait for better shit, it's Dishonored. I'm, looking, I'm well. looking at the cast of the first Dishonored. <laughs> mm-hmm. Susan Sarandon, Granny yep. Rags, yep. Lena Headley, Carrie Fisher. Holy shit. Uh, blah, 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 Chloe Grace Moritz, uh, Michael Madsen. Yes, Michael Madsen is Dowd, who assassinates the Empress. He gets a whole DLC to himself. Him and, uh, uh, that's all I recognize, but still, that's some pretty big names. It's insane. And and playing through these games again and really feeling that these are so the sequels to, to Thief and wondering how um, that Time Loop game, Deathloop, I'm wondering how Deathloop is going to turn out. It makes the Bethesda acquisition by Microsoft sting so much <laughs> that I am I am still considering the thought of like getting Give a Series it time. X. Wait and see how this pans out. You don't want to end up with uh, yeah, the there, Xbox. There could, there could be no Game Pass on PS5. I agree. Yeah. That well, I mean, Sony's releasing games on the Xbox. Which one? Um, the the baseball one, the show. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. I downloaded it. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's getting review-bombed on Metacritic. Well, that's Just stupid, because as far as I... I mean, okay, let's be honest. I downloaded it. I got a kick out of the Sony game, or Sony Entertainment logo. Mm-hmm. I played, like, three at-bats and went, oh, okay. It's a fucking and I uninstalled game. it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to play it. But I, I wanted to voice my my approval the only way I could, and that's by downloading it. And I'm not going to put any time into it, because it's a sports game. But it's... I was... 
it was surreal and, and very amusing to see that. <laughs> Hope springs eternal, man. I would not see. Well, here's someday, the thing: you, I, I would you've love been it if vaccinated. No... It's okay for you to be an optimist. I'm still I, waiting for Doomsday to come. I've only got one of my two. Oh, okay. <laughs> my second one's coming. I, got, I mean, I have a date for it, but I mean, I look forward to a day when consoles are no, no longer like there's just one mega console and everybody's just a game publisher. I would be fine with that. Okay, It'd I, be I, cheaper I, for me. I get the theory, but that also screams Monopoly, man. I know, I know. And if there's one thing I know about inter- internet providers in the States is that Monopoly is not a good thing. <laughs> no, it's true. That's one thing I'm not looking forward to in the move is getting all this kind of stuff set up. That's half the reason I'm going to stay down there for a little while is to get all the things set up like utilities, internet service. Oh, it takes a while. It does. It takes a little while. So I actually finished um, Outriders. Finally, oh, took like right. took like thirty five, thirty six hours. It was not a short game. It just kind of kept going, and and the story kept going different places. And I'm not going to tell you the story is good, but it it's it's depressing because the entire point of the story or the message you get is that humanity is terrible and they wreck everything they touch. Yeah. That's the end result of this. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, and spoiler for Outriders, because it's actually a, a decent sci-fi premise, is the Earth is done. And in order to survive, they're going putting people on sleeper ships, and they found a planet out here in the distance that looks good. There are two ships. First ship, there's an explosion of the engines. So now they have to be even pickier. They pick the best of the best, they put them on the first ship, off they go. They arrive, and the planet is nothing like they thought it was going to be, and immediately go to war with each other over the limited resources that are there. Your guy, or girl, depending on what you choose, is with a scientist chasing a signal that sounds like it's coming from another human being from outside of the valley that they're stuck in. As they're traveling, they first first they run into the natives, who are, of course, angry, awful things trying to kill you. Mm -hmm. And then they run into... Like, evidence that people had already been there. Humans. Okay. okay. End of it is, they realize that the f- first ship was repaired with better engines, therefore beating the second ship. Oh, okay. Those people arrived and went full colonialism on these people, killed all the natives, wrecked the ecosystem... <laughs> And destroyed the world before the first ship. <laughs> okay. So I mean, and that that's how the game ends. You realize that wait, we fucked the people got here before us and fucked it before we even got here, and now it's just awful everywhere again. I like that's, it. That's that's how it ends. Yeah. yeah. Um, it does have post game content, which looks really really grindy. I didn't even look at, and it didn't really know how to handle bosses very well. Like the final boss was just a boss you fought before, but both with a ridiculous amount of hit points. Okay. And I didn't want to deal with it. I tried it once. I figured out. Oh, so yes, you, did, you I could... didn't kill the final boss? No, no, I killed him. Oh, okay. I tried him because I was there's those world tiers. I was at ten out of fifteen. Oh, I see. I got to him. I'm like, you know what? I could do. The... It was a two stage fight with no checkpoint in between. You got to beat the first stage, fight some guys, fight the second stage. I got to the second stage, realized, you know what? I could do this. It will take a couple tries, but a lot more time than I want to deal with. I dropped the world level down to one <laughs> and mowed his ass down in five seconds. <laughs> so it's done, but it, I don't know if it necessarily brought anything new to the looter shooter table. 
Okay, well, I don't think you have to bring anything new to a genre as long as you execute the genre well. And you were complaining about the cover system. Well, I, the cover system is not good, but it also becomes completely superfluous as you get better skills. Uh. Like, I had, on, an, on a, a number of, uh, on my armor and on the weapon I ended up using at the end, I had, you know, weapon drain. So as I'm shooting people, I'm getting percentage, a percentage health back. Huh. So that allowed me, if I if I put on my, it's called the, your golem power, because I was playing the tank, put on my golem power, it reduces my damage significantly. So then I could go toe-to-toe with most big guys and just shoot at each other, and I'm healing myself just as fast as he's doing damage to me and hurting him. Yeah. And that works until the golem power wears off, then you have to run away for a while. So there's a, an interesting juggling of skills. It didn't feel like there's enough skills, and I the level cap... The level cap feels really low. You cap out at level 30, and even then, there I didn't even have enough points to max out a whole tree, so there must be some other way to get points that I wasn't figuring out, because hmm. I didn't reach the end of my tech tree at level cap, which really annoyed me. That is weird. Yeah. Well, but you can, you can refund all of them at any point. You can refund the whole thing and start over again if you wanted to. Well, I, I appreciate free respects, but that kind of suggests like a game-as-a-service future for me. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to up the level cap. Mm-hmm. So it's And there have been a lot of reports of people not being able to get into the game. I never had any issues because it's, it's online only. It's online all the time, even playing by yourself for some reason. So you got to log in before you can play. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, you cannot play it offline, which doesn't bother me because I was online anyway, but I understand why some people would have an issue with that. Some people were not able to, able to even get into the game. Okay, well, speaking of crazy sci-fi premises, mm-hmm. you ever see a thing about a movie called Chronicle 2067? Never even heard of it. About the world is suffering from lack of oxygen. All the pollution, like, is destroyed all the plant life on the planet. Uh, there's a few people, I think, living in, like, Hong Kong or Australia or something like that. And, um, and they built a device that um, they were designed to use to see if in the future they figure out a cure for the bad oxygen poisoning that is currently killing the population because they're using synthetic oxygen. Mm. Um, instead, what they get is, a, is they send out a ping, and when the ping is returned and coded, it is a method, message, send Ethan White. <laughs> Ethan White is the son of the guy who made the time machine. <laughs> so okay. this so this is a promising premise to me like immediately it's it's kind of interesting and i'd seen trailers for it and heard that summarize where i'm like okay let's see let's see what's going on here this came all last year it looks like yeah yeah um this was a terrible movie yeah i'm looking at the metascore going oh this is a terrible movie uh starring cody smith mcphee who's not you know uh, um untalented um but everyone else in it feels like the best community theater players Australia had to offer. <laughs> like, everyone is not quite great. The way things are shot is not quite great. Everyone is using fake tears all the time <laughs> in, like, almost every conversation. It's really fucked up. And um, and he, like, <laughs> goes into the future and he finds his own corpse. And that's all he's talking about for the next half hour. Like, he just can't get over that shit. Like, it, the writing is bad. Um, the acting is bad. The directing is bad. This was a bad movie. Bad movie, Chamber. Don't watch that movie. <laughs> I finished it. Because I was curious how it was going to end after I wasted, like, you know, 45 minutes on it. The next day, I was see, like, I, fine, Chronicle. Let's see what you, you had. I tried to 
watch Grand Piano. I did. I can appreciate the attempt. And I sat down with it, and I, I would, I was at best half watching, and I was doing something else at the same time. And I just got, actually, two things happened with it. One, I got kind of bored. Mm-hmm. And two, the the way the performance anxiety was portrayed was very, I mean, it gave me the anxiety because yeah. I know what that feels like. Elijah Wood, baby. I'm sure you do too. Yeah. Of the, the nerves for doing something going on on stage. It's actually, I used to, I used to get nosebleeds every time I came off stage. I'd wait about 15 minutes, go into the washroom, look in the mirror. Bloop, it was weird. Yeah. Like clockwork. Go ahead. So, I mean, there's, there's a moment where Elijah Wood's character is about to walk out on stage and he stops and he stands up straight and he collects himself. Like there's a breath. And then he walks out on stage. Yeah. And I recognize, I mean, I, I've made that specific move. Like, okay, it's going to happen no matter what. You just stand there for a second and you go, mm-hmm. and then you go out. And I recognize that. I'm like, okay, I know what he's doing. But then it was just, just the nerves of it were like, ah. So I don't know how that movie ended. I didn't finish it. For some reason, it reminds me of a line from, um, from Cleveland Brown from Family Guy saying to Brian the dog, this is happening, so make your peace with it. <laughs> they're, they're sitting in a funeral, and Brian doesn't want to be there. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what he was not, thinking. No, it was not. You know. Yeah. yeah. I was, uh, okay. Um. No. No. Uh, the 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 thing of Grad Piano, the the big hook was that uh, the the piano held a key to an unnameably vast fortune oh. that it would only produce if someone played this impossible uh, piece perfectly, which no one else could do except for this one guy. And that's the impetus for the entire evening. So, at the end of the night, the bad guy is dead. The piano is crushed under the bad guy's body. Uh. Um, but the good guy understands that 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 key is still in the piano. And so his wife's like, uh, baby, what are you doing? He goes, I'm going to finish this. And then he walks into uh, a truck where the destroyed piano is, sits down at the destroyed piano, and... Like just mashes these dead keys, but does it perfectly. And then you hear this chunk, 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 chunk as the mechanism inside the dead, the destroyed piano. The fact that this mechanism works after the piano is destroyed is ludicrous. The fact that, you know, it's, it's detecting that these keys are being hit perfectly despite the keys not being connected to anything is ludicrous. Um, there's a lot about it that's ludicrous, but to me, it was more like a style exercise or, uh, an idea of like doing a thriller set to thrilling music kind of was there a second bad guy besides ted uh yeah he was talking to somebody yeah Yeah, he was talking to uh gross point blank what's his name oh you know that actor he's got a sister who's also very good i i got as far as uh ted had killed the two annoying people yeah, wasn't it? That was surprising to me yeah i'm like wow okay they, they were so annoying i expected them to be in on it i figured they'd be bad guys or like the guy would be like this bumbling hero, but no, he think he got Ooh. killed and the woman got killed. So yeah. it's... <laughs> and that actually that was rather satisfying to me and drew me through the rest of it because I was expecting it to surprise me again and it didn't. Mm. It really right. didn't. Okay. It just it just went very traditional kind of late nineties thriller after that. <laughs> and and so and so because you didn't enjoy Grand Piano no, enough to finish it, you're giving up on the movie I, experiment. Uh... Is that the case? The problem, the problem I'm having is that I'm sitting there watching this, and A, I was not giving it my full attention. Yeah. And B, I just kept thinking, I really should be playing this because I have to finish this because some of that stuff is coming up. Because Why do you have the, to the grand, anything? The grand gap in games coming out is coming to an end Yeah, at the end of this soon. month. Soon. We'll get into that. I've changed my mind on something. Uh-oh. Oh, Alex. Hello. 
Thanks. He's back. Sorry about that. Dinner was right. fascinating. Well, that's good. Yeah, we're we're gonna make kebabs, but then her complex's thing was out of gas, so we had to go to her parents and use their gas grill, and it's just. It's more important to me that a dinner be interesting than delicious. Yeah, no, I'm insufferable. I grill that. I grill the <laughs> shit out of those chicken kebabs. Well, a good kebab is. What else was on the kebab besides? Chicken? Oh, we put some tzatziki on there. Ooh. No, but I mean like vegetables. No, I mean, oh yeah, oh we had uh, just uh, bell peppers, zucchini, okay. or squash, okay. onions. All right, okay. all right, all right. This, this sounds like a solid bob. It was a solid bob. Mm. <laughs> I'd cave that bob any day of the week. I, I I've done my, my I've done bobs where it actually goes shrimp and then pineapple. Oh, you see, I got I got no problem with that. Grilled pineapple sounds delicious. Shit. It is. It is. It is. Oh. Now, Alex, I need to rewind a little bit. Yes. Do you remember last week I'm playing Dishonored 2, mm-hmm. and I'm like, holy shit, is that that one actor, and it was? Yeah. Yeah. This week I'm playing Dishonored 1, and I'm like, holy shit, is that Susan Sarandon? Yeah, it is. Holy shit. <laughs> and Lena Headey, and um, I know. Hit Girl, Ooh, and I, it's fucking insane. Uh, John Slattery, and um, what's it? If you kill the oh, propagandist, the replacement is... Um, not Carrie Washington. Um, Leia. Uh, yeah, Carrie Fisher. Fisher yeah. yeah, and and playing Dishonored and Dishonored. These games are old, by the way. These are like they didn't look yeah. good 70. when they came out. No, it's not even that. It's not that. Uh, we often bring up the notion that art direction is more important than graphics. Sometimes, between Bioshock and Dishonored, in ten years' time, Dishonored will look better. I think so. Because everything in Dishonored looks like this ruddy watercolor that you see in paintings all over the world. The faces it's, are amazing. The faces, everyone is so tired and old in this game. And just scratch <laughs> the fuck up. Yes, like it's it's an amazing... Even though the world is so dour and this is a world of brine hagfish in tins, mm-hmm. like, um, <laughs> it's, it's really beautifully well-realized. It's like well-realized... Trash. It's derelict. Yeah, I, I felt yeah. the first Dishonored did that a lot better. Um, Dishonored two just kind of felt just a little tired. Well, actually, I was discussing how the levels of Dishonored one I'm enjoying more. Uh, Dishonored two had the Clockwork Mansion and then the Time Mansion where you're jumping back. Yeah, that was time. neat. So it did, as far as I'm concerned, these two really kind of um, Nintendo Wiimote waggly kind of what's what am I looking for here? Gimmicky. 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 They did these two hugely gimmicky levels in a row, and as the player, it was—it's just a bit much. It is. It's like you know, space it out. You know, space it out. Give me something else in between. What have you been playing this weekend? Playing like three different things. I finished the What's tutorial that? in um, Resonance. Oh, oh it's okay. interesting. Still a little too dry in the first opening act. I'm kind of stuck. I can't get the the right like hex lines to get to the next area. So I'm just kind of like, grind. Yeah, grind I, for hexes. Okay, so like eventually there'll be a drop where I can, like, finish the bridge. Uh-huh. Okay, good. Because, like, I am having fun grinding. Cause, like, or, or you'll or you'll get that as a part of a quest to go deal with yeah, it. Yeah, and I like how there's, like, um, SMG damage versus, like, pistol damage. Like, yeah, I know. It's all got to... It, it connects um, very well. Yeah, yeah. And it it's it it's designed to set up that awesome, beautiful acrobatic... Under- yeah, yeah. It's just, like, this guy sets him up, this other guy knocks him down, and this other guy heals, and then, yeah. I like how placement matters in yes. turn-based combat. Very much yeah. so, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a really original riff on turn-based mm-hmm. combat. And they never made a sequel. 
I don't think it did well enough. The dub is good. Dub's real good. Dub is real good. And it's still, like, real Japanese-y. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, as long as you're willing to... And as we go deeper into the backlog, that becomes more problematic. Like, the further back you go, it's like, I don't want to endorse this. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It's, it but, walks a fine waifu line that is very uncomfortable. Um... Yeah. Especially that scene that I shouldn't have seen, but I have seen. Because it's the only yeah. thing anyone talks about if anyone brings up Residence of Fate. Ooh. Well, I mean, that's, that's the one to be warned about. That is that is as pervy as Residence of Fate gets. Mm, old and, jiggle physics. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bah. Was, yeah, yeah. bah. But the game at large is less concerned with that than it is with just being kind of like an episodic anime. With these characters that you'll grow to love, assuming you keep I like an R- else? I like an RPG that like keeps it like here's beginning, middle, and ends. It does that, and it's just yeah. like it's not like one giant one story that shouldn't take forty hours, but takes like eighty hours. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a series of smaller stories that that the characters don't even realize is telling a much larger story. I love that aspect of it. Yeah. They are basically unaware of the larger. Sounds like a noir. Very much, yeah. Very much. Nice. I also, I think I told you last week after we got off the air that um, I booted up a screen too, ready to try out my new gear, and it killed it. My two years you of progress were save. gone, yep. and I had to start over, and honestly, after like four runs, I pretty much gotten everything back. You should. Yeah, holy shit. Like, I, there was just things about, like, that were added later. Like, I got really into it when I first got an early access, and there was just stuff like certain types of equipment, like the relics. And I just, I just kind of avoided it because it wasn't the way I quote-unquote played. So, like, the relics are, I know, artifacts are things that, like, change the, like, the major rule changes. Like, something called Swarm that will give you twice as many enemies, but they have half as much health. Hmm. And it sounds easy because, you know, you can grind a lot more money, but you'll also get double bosses. And I was like, oh. I was like, well, come on, they're not going to give me a double final boss. Do, yes. do the enemies deal half as much damage? No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, and that's yes, not, that's I got a double final boss. <laughs> and did you beat him? Double final boss means like there's like one part towards the end where like there's like he has these um sort of like giant like outlines so, like spinning like blades and like when they flash this laser thing it's like guts you guts your health and two of those at once you just kind of. Hope you get lucky. And I did get lucky. And, yeah, I know, like, playing it that way, you get a lot more money. You can buy all the equipment you didn't think you needed, but, like, always wanted to. And there's, like, another artifact on top of that, which makes it, like, there are no chests, but enemies will have a chance to spawn items. And that plus swarm, I ripped through that fucking game. I beat my highest score by, like, four million points. And I had a blast. Yeah, last week you talked about it right at the end, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to look at that. And then I looked at it on PS5, and it was like 35 bucks. $35. No, wait till that. Oh, come on, down a bit. Uh, well, yeah, and, and, but, you all, but I said I, I want to go for another immersive sim, and you said Dishonored, and man, you were right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels good to go back. And I also did a little of that. Okay. okay. I did the first four hours of the original Dead Space. The first Dead Space. It's old. Oh. Oh. But on was this on PC? PC. So like soft shadows weren't a thing yet, and I accept it. And also there isn't any anti-aliasing in it, so every surface is kind of jaggy. But but that sound design Mm, is so good. 
And the UI is still kind of unmatched. Yeah, it's great. Everything's smooth. Like and like the, some of like the the hologram videos still look good, professional, like well animated, even though they're going for a realistic feel. Actually, you know who who ripped off or who took uh, the UI design of Dead Space and actually used it well? I think Borderlands Two. Border. Yeah, fucking Borderlands. Yeah. The only game I can call out that I think did a good job. With only that. the sequel. Uh, two and three, I think. The three just like it's like it's an the same overlay. thing, basically. Yeah, it's but it's not. Like, it's not like in the world. You can't like spin around and look at your character. It's True. kind of an overlay. But it feel it feels like that. You're right. You're yeah. you're right. But it does it does kind of evoke the same feeling. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, still a good game. Still having fun. Still getting the one thing I don't like is like I miss the recharging uh, stasis. Mm. So many times I like I try to hit reload and I hit stasis. I'm like, oh fuck, wasted that. <laughs> I need it. Or, are you are you just doing plasma cutter? What are you doing? I'm doing. I'm playing wide. I'm like selling all my health and just getting all the weapons I can. Hmm. So far, it's working out. Because I put it on hard, and yeah, I'm getting my ass. I'm getting my ass kicked. Dead Space One and Two need a fucking remaster. They do. Actually, Two still looks pretty okay. Two was yeah. way more sure of itself and had better animators. They had more money. Yeah, a lot money, more money. Much bigger budget. But Dead Virtual Dead Space is long and interesting. Like it just keeps going and it doesn't run out of ideas. Yeah. Oh, chance! I did good. watch that video you sent me. The trailer of that horror game. Oh yeah, no, was the that name was that, of it? Uh, Sons of the Forest. The music the box thing. Yeah. yeah. No, it was, it was the music box one. What was that? Wasn't Fuck, that wasn't know. Sons of the Forest? That was called something else. I don't know. I just saw it and thought of you. It looked okay. Yeah. And. It, well, okay, I'm watching it, and the voice acting is so awful, I have to play this yeah. game. It, the voice acting is terrible. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of kind of little horrors coming out in the next little bit. Yeah. Which is that interesting. We haven't, even heard, we, have, we haven't heard your boat till now. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Alex. Uh, you, you were saying the drought's about to end. What do you know that I don't? Um, okay, now this is in headlines, but has anyone else read or watched any of the recent impression articles for Returnal? No, they sound I'm good. I'm blackout on that. Well, but it's a roguelike, oh. so I'm really not interested. But it's it's I'm, a it's, I'm, I'm it's avoiding it, no, it's a rogue light Metroidvania. So you get significantly more powerful as you play. And I watched someone who had clearly played this a little bit before, and they started the game and just started dashing. <laughs> <laughs> and they dash for like the first five minutes of the video, just picking up this, opening this door, picking up this, going to this guy. Here's a couple dogs, boom, boom, boom. And you clearly become more powerful the more you play this game, much like Rogue Legacy. I like Rogue Legacy. Yes, and like uh, I'm, so I'm watching some 4K videos for Returnal, and on understanding what Returnal is, and like really, like you're running around these areas, exploring these really gorgeous. PlayStation Five, ooh, exclusive area, actual next gen game. Like it actually looks rather next gen. It actually looks rather gorgeous, and you're getting into crazy sixty frames per second combat with these, you know, weird creatures. But it's still a but it's still a housemark game. So when they shoot orbs at you, you can dash through those orbs and survive it. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it looks really fucking neat. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm now officially hyped for Returnal. I'm getting well, it. It's it, it it's on my list. I'm not going to purchase I, it, but I will play. I just it's hope Biden list. gets to the bottom of the CPU thingy, so I can finally get a PS5. Ha! 
My brother did. Not holding my breath. Mining the bitcoins. Mining the bitcoins. My brother finally your brother, your got, brother got a PS5? Yeah, my brother finally got it. Nice. His. Yeah. Disc or discless? I don't know. Hmm. Didn't ask. Um, <clears throat> but you know what? I watched, so I, I, I take this to me because you were bored by Grand Piano and did not finish Grand Piano. And despite the fact that you were entertained by Shaun of the Dead, yes. y- you did not, not watch no, Hot Fuzz. I, I didn't because I just... I didn't want to take those two hours out when I could be playing something. So you, I know this is my but, bit, and no, I, know I know it was know, supposed know, to be an but, exercise but you didn't for enjoy, me. Like, just, you didn't enjoy Snatch or The Witch or... It's or, not that I didn't enjoy them. It's just as, that those are hours I can't have back again. And as you I were watching... That I should have been playing something. As you were watching it, that bothered you? A little bit. Oh, wow. Okay. You might have ADHD, it, my it's friend. It's a habit. It's, it's, no, it's not ADHD. It's that my, my day follow my, my my not even my day it's like my 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 entire week follows very specific patterns and i i, I recognize this about myself and i've just come to accept it like i even i eat at the same restaurants on the same days like monday is subway tuesday is cousins wednesday is probably quick trip thursday is subway again and friday is something else i appreciate and i, and I, I eat subway. the same things on the same day like sunday monday is cousins and it's the buffalo chicken sandwich thursday is cousins and it's the sweet onion chicken chicken teriyaki um so Trying to squeeze a movie into those, now into I, the evenings, you know, I start playing something around seven thirty, eight o'clock, and I play for three hours or so until I go to bed. Trying to squeeze a movie in there, it, it was ADHD is the wrong term, but it's just it 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 was pushing on my schedule. Apropos of which nothing, sounds like an excuse. I will now anyway. point out to the listener that uh, it was my idea. No, that <laughs> that that moving. Even to another apartment in the same town, I know, is considered as or more traumatic than a divorce or death in the family. No, I'm it isn't. Aware. It is. Come on. Yes. Well, I, I mean, mean it, it, okay, it okay. was it, in it was a it bit. It was in yeah. like 2001 when I learned that anecdote. I didn't. I didn't learn it from a place that I didn't trust. Putting together <laughs> a bed was the single biggest argument I ever gotten with my dad. Now that I'm thinking about it. Hmm. You know, I think of moving a couch. That yeah. Family Guy bit really, really spoke to me because <laughs> we've, because we have, because you know, you're right when you pointed earlier in the episode. I have lived in every western province in Canada, sometimes multiple times in multiple houses, mm-hmm. multiple areas of each province, and so I have moved couches. I spent my entire, the entire first twenty years of my life basically was spent moving furniture in and out of various houses. Part so. of what that saves it, but what calms me is I know that. My little area, my corner here. I'll get, I'm going to get a new couch because my couch is disgusting. Mm. But my setup is moving with me. So no matter what else happens, when I retire You'll in the evening, room. my room, I mean, it's a small, I mean, mm. it's, we're, we're downsizing. We're intentionally downsizing, so my room is going to be a little bit smaller. <laughs> I picked up those headphones, which I'm probably going to have to get used to. So, or you, something so you didn't using. find one in a basement? Uh, no, there is no basement. There are no basements nope. in the south. Okay. No basements. It's not a thing. It's amazing. Um, but this house has an extra room above the garage, so it's a little more isolated. Decent-sized room. Oh, my that, God. I love a garage I mean, room. That, yeah, it's, it's above the garage, so it's slightly slanted ceiling, which is fine, because I'm just going to have mounting speakers on the walls anyway. Is it, like, finished space, or is it open? Yeah, no, it's, it's oh, a room. Okay. That, that's it's, classic it's room. man cave. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very and, much. And it'll, it'll end up being, that'll also be the cat's haven from the dog, so the door will always be closed. I'll cut a cat door into the bottom of that, you know, door. Because anybody who's had both cats and dogs knows that you need to isolate the cat box at all times. Because for some bizarre reason, dogs eat cat poop. Yeah. 
Yeah, hundred percent. No, yeah, dogs eat poop. It's instinctual. Yeah. Weird. No, no, it's like it's like to save the puppies from infection. They'll eat it. Yeah. So you basically you have to isolate the cat boxes. I like to think that would give the dogs a more robust digestive system. Yeah. Because you or you know super gross cat cat to dog diseases. It's super gross, but you hear about um, you hear about people who went through really severe antibiotic treatments, right? Mm. And then they can't digest anything ever, and they're constantly shitting themselves because their gut bacteria has been eliminated by the antibiotics. But keep in mind that the first thing a dog does when it comes up to you is usually lick you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want what, poop remnants in that mouth? What is, you know what the cure is for that antibiotic failure, though? Um. Yeah. 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 It's I heard about that. Poop shoved up your butt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a poop transplant. It's a poop transplant. So, uh, so yeah, like a dog's gut must have the most robust bacterial kind of... Uh, I have had many vets tell me, not many, but several vets tell me that you would be amazed what will pass through a dog without actually hurting it that much. Because they just, they digest what they can and everything else just goes through. Huh. They're just, dogs are just tubes that are sharp in one end and <laughs> That's all they are. That also describes a great deal of birds. Yep. <laughs> um, Owls. Okay, well, I, uh, I like movies. I like that's them why too. Al- that's why Alex and I can recommend you all these awesome movies because I understand. when I watch a movie, like for example, uh, uh, Nobody, I am enjoying that shit. I'm, I'm. It is not a waste of time to me at all. How much of Better Call Saul have you seen? Zero. That's the thing. Oh, I don't know buddy, this guy for shit. Get on that. Yeah. What's man? Based on this? No. No. <laughs> well, not based on. That's what I'm saying. Not based on nobody. Um, so yeah, I rented nobody off for like for like 25 bucks last week, mm-hmm. and nobody is Bob Odenkirk um, as you ever see um, a history of violence. Yes. Uh, you ever see John Wick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that's the plot of nobody. Is <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay. No, yeah, see, I know what exactly what you mean, though. Yeah, and and so it does feel uh, it feels so it like give, the derivative. trailer gives everything away is what you're saying. There's no surprises. Like, I see the trailer, and the trailer's got the whole story in there, pretty much. Um, yeah, very much. And is there a dog that gets shot for no reason? No. Okay. No. Well, that's, that's slightly no, but no, it's trying to do that with like kind of a lot of comedy, and the comedy is often very successful. The com- and the comedy is um, is kind of like you may you know. We, when you're watching an action sequence and you're like, oh, he's not going to, oh, those, yeah. that happens a lot in this movie. And it's really fun. That is I fun. laughed out loud several times in this movie. Um, there is, you remember in John Wick when he goes and destroys uh, the the basement full of evidence and money in the church? Yeah. Remember that part? Okay. That sequence in this, is that, that basement is built up throughout the entire film it's a huge deal that all this money is being kept here for all the russians the russian the (laughs) world russian mob pools their money and keeps it moving around so it's never in any bank to keep it secure and right now it's here it's a really big deal and so bob odenkirk decides he's going to go deal with that and that entire sequence plays out i almost want to say it's like a 2d cartoon using live action hmm it's it's kind of reminiscent of an action sequence in 300 where you can tell all of this is special effects. But even more than that, because it's panning past the background as a Bob Odenkirk that is clearly shot in a different scene shoots a gun or something. And someone in the foreground who is clearly nowhere near Bob Odenkirk, you know, goes ah, and dies. It's really cartoony and meant played to be funny. 
But as the viewer, I was like, I'd like to have seen that sequence. I see what, I see what you mean. But the action of the movie is never no is never as good as oh, it's, John Wick. No, no, it's no, it's never as good as John Wick. It's never as good as most better action movies. And I don't want to put this on Bob Odenkirk um, because it's like it's like when you see Sam Jackson punch someone in a movie and the guy goes, "Oh," right, <laughs> you know? right, right. or <laughs> and you know it's like, yeah, that's yeah, not really yeah. Or uh, what was it? The 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 Irishman. <laughs> like, oh, I was gonna kick a guy punches. in the street. Just forget for a second that I'm like 85 years old. In this scene, I'm like 30 something. Yeah. So it it kind of felt like that, and the choreography of the action was better and more interesting than watching Bob Odenkirk do it because he just couldn't quite sell it for me. Usually, I get that. Uh, him as an actor is great. As he goes through all these trials and tribulations with his family, the conversations he has with them is so thoughtful and woke and open to their experience of what they're going through he is such an evolved modern guy i really like that aspect of it and yet this is occurring in a movie where everyone around him questions his masculinity because he fails to respond to a home invasion in a violent way and the answer to that and to get his wife back horny for him again is to come home covered in bruises because he just killed a bunch of people so it's both like this is toxic masculinity fucking personified and i really wish my husband would talk to me that way <laughs> so so there, there's there's a dichotomy there uh it was entertaining i didn't regret the 25 but i'm never gonna watch it again i don't feel like kong versus godzilla i have to watch that again and buy it someday I mean, it's part of that because john wick Seeing Keanu Reeves do these things is believable because you know he actually did it. No, it's. I mean, Keanu, Keanu, I don't know. Keanu has been doing action his entire fucking career, point break. Yes. Um, he's just very good at yeah, it. Yeah, he's just very good at it. Bob Odenkirk has been doing uh, really well layered human characters his whole career and not throwing awesome punches that really. That, you know, when, when, when Ronda Rousey is in a movie and throws a punch at a guy. Ronda Rousey, who am I thinking of? No, I'm thinking of the the woman from the Star Wars show that was canceled. Alex, help me. Oh, jeez. Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Uh, Gina Carano had a movie uh, where she plays like a secret agent whose people betray her and so she's got to hunt down uh, Ewan McGregor. Uh, <laughs> and when, when Gina Carano throws a punch in Haywire, oh, it looks like it hurts. And when she beats the shit out of oh what's that what's that uh, that other British guys uh, who I love so much oh god uh, you know he was the AI in Prometheus oh lord um, yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. Fassbender yeah she beats the shit out of Michael Fassbender oh, okay. yes and and she was an MMA fighter prior to becoming a problematic Star Wars hero very problematic so mm. yeah so when she beats the shit out of someone it looks like she's beat the shit out of someone and that so felt the motions are good yeah, yeah so I have Haywire on Blu-ray. I don't need. Uh, I don't need. Don't nobody. need nobody. Yeah, I don't need nobody. Mm. It was okay. It was fun, yeah. but just yeah. not not viable in my childhood. That's how good a movie is. If... So it's like John Wick three, but not John Wick one. Yeah, but you want to have all the John Wicks, so you can't like John Wick. But 3 it's was better than so two. Cartoony. I can't believe they're all the same director. Yeah. Like you trusted this guy at first, and then he starts talking about, it, and then their dogs show up, and it's like enough with the dogs. <laughs> And they, they go to, they go to the leader of the crime underworld and he's a sheik in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. Are you making a video game out of this right now? No, Is that what's stupid. happening? It's like, yeah, yeah. After I'm done Dishonored, I'm not sure if I want to do. You can reject the Outsider's gift in Dishonored Two and play through the entire game without powers. 
Whoa. I want to try to do that non-lethal. See if it's possible. Lots of reloads. I'm comfortable. Lots of reloads. I'm comfortable with that. That's how I play. Alright. Well, I discovered a little game called Bladed Fury. I've seen Terrible that. name. Yeah. Side-scrolling. I played it for like half an hour. I mean, not even that. Um, side-scrolling oh, yeah. action game. Very kind of Chinese mythology thing. Um, visually, it's not impressive, but what struck me is that the combat feels very freeform. Hmm. Like you think, you think to yourself, "Can I do this?" And it lets you do this. Like I'm like, I'm gonna attack, and what happens if I just hold up, and then you, you attack, and you go up, and you can do your down attack. If there's no like artificial limits on what you can do in a combo, hmm. you can just like, if you're in the air, you can do it. I can do the up attack, I hit a down attack, and that, and there's things to unlock. I don't know if it's good yet because I played it for like 15 minutes, maybe a half an hour, hmm. but it's interesting. If nothing else, I'll so be able to report on that next week. I've watched trailers for it a couple times, and none of them were enough to move me to purchase. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's it's good in that way, but it's I don't know. It feels actiony, feels hacky and slashy. So we'll see what happens. I feel like I'm not going to go back and play any more of the show. <laughs> I feel like as a, as the PC guy here, I have to at least try Velheim because people Velheim. are not showing oh. up about it. Yeah, but what pe- is this? Wait, you know, what? there was, was a time it? when people weren't shutting up about Fall Guys. Did you go and get into that? No. Velheim? You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's like really it's like Norse Alex Minecraft. Fortnite. Oh, you heard about that? Okay, yeah. Now I now I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you know Christopher Lloyd was in Nobody? What? Neat. Yeah. And there's, there's actually like well, again one of those awesome sequences where it's awesome because of the choreography. Wait, 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 wait. is he, is he related Lloyd. to Bob Odenkirk? He's the dad. Yes, He's Bob Odenkirk's dad. <laughs> oh, I love that casting. Um, he is actually, his dad. You know, I watched a Netflix cartoon that I really liked. What? Do you remember oh. Kung Fu Panda? Yes. Do you want to watch that again, but with a completely different series of characters and cast? Is it the one with the dragons? No. No. Wait, one of them is a dragon, actually. No, there's like a there's a show by the the guys that did Avatar. It's like CGI. No, no, no I haven't watched that. No. no. I'll be right back. The dogs are barking at something. I don't okay. know what. I'll return. Yeah, people are really... You know, if I'm going to watch a show aimed at teenagers, it's got to be, like, Avatar good. Um, no, what what the show is, is it's called Neja, and mm-hmm. that's N-E space Z-H-A. Neja. Love how you say Z instead of Z. Oh, sorry, I'm Canadian. <laughs> I know, it's great. <laughs> um, and, uh... And I, I kept on seeing trailers for it. And the trailers I kept on seeing for it were... Uh, there's this... There's this little goth kid and all the other kids in the village hate him and they call him a demon and so he basically proves them right by beating the shit out of him with his demon powers and I'm like I'm not going to watch that and then I'm scrolling through Netflix the other day and I see um, there's, a, there's a baby and the parents and, and someone in the scene is like uh, this is like an autoplay thing yeah. there's a baby and someone in the scene is like no uh, the, the demon has already or the, the demon pill has already taken hold of him it's too late and then the kid shoots up into the sky with like a fireball and then comes down into the ground burning in, a, in a, an orb of flame mm-hmm. and uh, there's this there's this uh, drum line that starts and then a bunch oh, of too. and then a bunch <laughs> of Chinese strings going and then the dad of the kid looks over at the Chinese band playing the Terminator 2 music like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and, they're like, and they're like sorry and I'm like okay I think I need to watch this hold is on is this anime or what, what are we talking about it's it's CGI it's okay. 3D CGI 
What's it? Yeah, I missed the name. I had to go see the dog. It's called Neja, but it's spelled N E Z H A. N E space Z H A. And uh, and so I started watching it. And it's not quite as perfect as Kung Fu Panda was. But it's definitely as perfect or better than Kung Fu Panda 2 or 3. Hmm. Um, it was it, it was funny. The action was fun. Um, the comedy was kind of consistent. Uh, the, the Neja is a really tragic kid. You really want him to succeed. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is very pro. It's a it's a really it's a really interesting uh, Chinese fable I think that I'd never heard before. It's a Chinese movie. Um, yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. I I wrote down a note. Uh, Kung Fu Panda times Dragon Ball Z equals a Chinese folktale. I guess. Um, that was very much what this was. Like it felt like, yeah, it was it was a fun show. And then I and now Netflix is showing me all these other Neja CGI movies that are out there. So oh, watch. This thing made a shit ton of money. Did it? Yeah, it, I'm on. I'm on the Wikipedia page. But the budget was twenty million. The box office seven hundred and forty-two million. Um, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I didn't expect myself to. I really enjoyed it. Like I, I've been Netflix has been putting that movie at me, and I'm like, nah, I don't want to watch that shit. And they're like, we know how many times you've seen Kung Fu Panda and uh, Into the Spider Verse, man. You might want to check this out. Says Netflix. And I'm like, fuck off, Netflix. And then it showed me that T two scene and i was like okay and yeah it was fun it was a fun show have we been kept up with invincible uh i watched last week um yeah things are coming to a head yeah I, like they i think they got one episode left right um two they got eight okay okay yeah so um uh yeah no it'll be good it'll be good is this going to be a finite series because no, I, have I... Have, I have prime at they've the got like for some I think 60 more issues to go through yeah, I, uh, I certainly oh, get, I certainly get the sense it'll be a season. Never it's mind. Based, I'm not going to start then. <laughs> it's based on a comic series. No, it's based on a comic series by the guy who did Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. He did it for a so, long time. Oh, it's it's to be it ran for like for six forever. years. Yeah, so there's oh, God, you know there's God. a lot to cover. No, it's really good. It's We're really telling you it's I'm sure good. it is, but I'll never get to the end of it. Watch. Ever. The boys. Yeah, whatever. Well, I'm not recommending you shit anymore. You <laughs> shouldn't. <laughs> no, you should recommend me games and things because, you know. I can recommend you games. A man, Dishonored 1 and 2. Uh, I played those. You would you would fucking hate those if you were if you were trying to play them to the degree that the degree that I do. Oh yeah, that's I I didn't play them that way, but mm-hmm. I did play those games and they were quite good. I'm getting a lot of trophies, man. Fantastic. I want I want to play a, a murderous kill run though. But every t- I promised myself I was going to play the first one, uh, assassinating everyone. But then it was like, but the little girl will get sad. Oh, she'll die. <laughs> yeah, like she reacts like yeah. to the to Corvo's actions, and I'm like, oh, I can't do that. She goes emo. It's not cool. <laughs> and then she, I think she kills one. her mistress. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No. See, I, I can't let that happen. That's my daughter. <laughs> like she she was a traitor. I knew it. I killed her in the bath. I'm like, all right, all right, yeah, all right, hit girl. Wow. Yeah. Well, as long as you were sure. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Does that mean it's time for headlines? I think so. Headlines. In entertainment news, Sony Spider-Man movies will only come. Wait a minute, Alex. Did you play anything else? Um. No, that was it. Right. No. Did you see? Did you see anything awesome? Um. Just that. Like, uh, Winter Soldier's still doing pretty okay. I'll finish it. Oh man. No, I'm looking. Like, how are you at the end of Winter Soldier? Have you seen all all of it? Yeah. I'm hyped. I like it. Absolutely. One episode, the one before this, kind of lost me a little bit, but it came roaring back. The one that ended with the new Captain America killing a guy with a shield kind of lost you a little bit. Like up until that point, up until that last, like, um, sort of like oh. 
infiltration, I was like, okay. No. no. So that's why they take the shield no, away from I, I, like, okay. I liked all of it because they all kind of get together. I'm like, okay, we got to do this mission, right? And they're all like, yeah. And Sam goes, I, okay, but the way I'm going to do this is by talking to her. I don't that's know my why. Superpower. I don't know why Zemo's just sitting on a spike. Sitting on a spike? I don't know why he's still alive. Because uh, he's a fascinating character and people love him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did kill a lot of people. Let's not forget that. But he's entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I love Burl. Like I love Burl as an actor. I'm glad he's staying around. But, like, like logically, yes. I think they would just... Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. That's ridiculous. Mm. And, um... Uh, but, but then, yeah, so, um... Um... So Sam going in and kind of exercising the superpower of his empathy on this supervillain... Mm-hmm. Um, which would have fucking worked if New Captain America hadn't been such a douche. And then having New Captain America prove, you know, his, um, his lack of, uh, candor? The fact that, uh, no, pr- prove that his unfitness for the role. Yeah. He, ha- um, he doesn't have the temperament. No, he really doesn't. Um, and then the whole next episode is just this. Nice feel good down. episode. It's nice. It's yeah. It's nice, and it's it's and it's Sam and um, uh, Sam and Bucky fixing a boat, f- fixing a boat together, and becoming the friends that uh, you know Steve always wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and uh, and then finally at the end, Sam starts practicing with the fucking shield. Like yes, I'm hyped for where for that where that show's going. It's awesome. The score really... for this whole show is just ah, so good. No, the the show is the show is giving me a lot of what I want for it from it, but I, I you know, I'm a white fan, and and it wouldn't surprise me if that aspect of it, which it's trying to cover, does feel like lip service to that. It's game. a lot of lip service. I I see those criticisms, and I don't disagree. But I, if it ends up with a black Captain America, I'm calling that a win. Yeah. And just like Wyatt Russell has range. Wyatt Russell, who's that? Um, but he was the lead in um, uh, Lodge Forty Nine. Oh, that guy, yeah. And then he's just evil. No, no, he, he goes from yeah, basically the dude to evil Captain America. I think he's fan- he's fantastic. I think honestly, no, he is, yeah. I think he's a better actor than Kurt. Okay, well that's not hard. I know, but he <laughs> Kurt, <laughs> Kurt Russell's just like a. 30 years of gravitas and he's stepping yeah. out of a shadow and I respect that yeah yeah no uh, you, you would definitely give this guy's roles that you wouldn't give to Kurt but that's he's also not as hunky as Kurt no he's, he's got the face of a character actor I'm so it's unfortunately yeah. yeah him in the helmet's not a good look but you know what he's also young and there's lots of young actors that grow into their looks mm-hmm. who knows like no one knew who George Clooney was until he was fucking 50 so. is that true so th- there's hope for us yet yeah, yeah right. man we could be discovered at some point. The, the day I hit 45, it's going to be like, oh my god, Silver Fox. I'm just, someone's going to spy me in a bar and be like, I, this, you, you're the look. It'll never happen. Well, come on, you got a natural rasp to your voice. Well, kind of, but I also have a higher voice for something, so it's, it's an odd mix. I don't know. I'm not going to yeah, start smoking no, just no, for my you're voice. Right. It, is, it is unique and charismatic. Some might say <laughs> valuable. I'm actually looking forward to being the guy without the accent when I move south. You're gonna if be, I start you're talking gonna be the on a podcast with, with a twang, no, okay, no, born and bred no. in Durham, I got nothing. Does everyone else I, around you have an accent? Not really. Well, then there you go. That's your accent. Is a lack of accent. Mm. Do people, in, do people in Tennessee have an accent? Yes. Yes. 
Okay, so you're going to be the guy with the accent. I refuse to pick it up. Their accent. I, I agree no with you. Way. Yeah, but, I will be stubborn about yeah, that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You're going to walk I'll be, around I'm town. I'm the guy with the accent? Yeah. yeah well. In a town of people who speak that dialect, and, and you're going to be walking around here pronouncing your R's and your Y'alls. Yeah. Well, y'alls. Well, well, bless your heart, James Canapa. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I refuse. <laughs> bless, your, bless your genteel heart. Bless your heart. Okay, in entertainment news. Uh, Sony Spider-Man movies will only come to Disney Plus once their period of Netflix exclusivity ends. So it's theaters, then premium home video on demand, then Netflix, then eventually Disney Plus one day. Someday. And I'm still... They got the like new three season, years later, season, maybe. They got season 16 of America Dad on Disney Plus right now. I love that show, and I'm, I've been tearing great. through it. It's so, it's so much. It's so much less Roger... For some reason, the later season, like Roger's still there, being Roger, but it 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 takes every character and does something. It does, and like yeah. Steve is just a great fucking character. I think. Like, have you seen Trapped in the Locker? Or is this doing an R. Kelly song for an entire episode? <laughs> it's incredible. Yes. Yeah, but whenever they let that guy sing, he does a really good it's job. Amazing. Yeah. Remember the dad is gone. Yep. Dang. And he's not. Yeah. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy him and, him and Roger him and Roger have sick abs and blowing yep. white shirts yep. <laughs> it's, it's oh yeah. American Dad. It, it, it needs to get its place in the sun. I, I think it's hilarious as shit and it's been that way for at least eight years and no one no one talks about it. We do. We yeah, we do. We do. Yes. White middle aged men yes. see you, American Dad, mm-hmm. and we appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. Alex is technically millennial. Technically. Oh, wait, have you seen the one where Principal Lewis is like doing like the um, acapella group? Probably. And he force feeds everyone um, performance enhancing drugs for Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Everything 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 with Principal Lewis is awesome. Uh, yeah, it's just It's not I, Steve. I, he's like slams his hands in the desks and it's like piano all of a sudden. It's like Steve's just like, Was your desk a piano before? <laughs> You know, you know what new TV I'm hyped for is I I bring this up a bunch. Black Lady's sketch comedy show starts tomorrow or today, listener probably Friday, reviews. the twenty fourth on HBO Max or on HBO. Hyped for that. Like maybe you gave it an A minus. My my favorite is Quinta. Mm-hmm. She, she's adorable. Uh, Ubisoft are turning their old VR game Werewolves Within into a horror comedy movie, and a trailer is already out, which I did not watch. Yeah, I'm not. Interested. I'm not interested in Ubisoft anything. If, yeah, you can fuck up sure. Michael Fassbender. You can fuck up everything. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Michael Fassbender says. Remember, remember that? I, no, I you never don't. Even saw it. No, I never saw it. I don't want to. Yeah, and I used to. I I used to maintain a small library of horrible video game movies. Like I've got that Mark Wahlberg Max Payne on Blu-ray. I forgot oh, yeah. the Assassin's Creed movie. I, no, I totally forgot. I think I you were supposed to. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, he, he was 2016. He, they were that so was, sneaky. About that it. was a, that was 15 years ago. So, <laughs> 2016. Yes, that's what it feels like. Yes. Yeah. No, it does not feel like four years ago. Last yeah. year was three years. Didn't you get the memo? Mm, at least. Yeah. Uh, Garfunkel and Oates, that is Ricky Lindholm and Kate McCucci, did mm. a bunch of fun kids songs for that Waffles and Mochi thing on Netflix. Mm. That you know, I I never like as far as I knew, like Michelle Obama. And doing a show for kids. Okay, that sounds great. I don't... Whatever, I don't need to see that. 
And then I saw an article, all, they got a bunch of kids songs in there written by, uh, written by Lindholm. Lindholm always does the, uh, the lyrics, Makuchi does the melodies. And I'm reading an article about how, uh, they wanted a song about eggs. <laughs> and they're like, how can we make eggs fun? <laughs> well, it could be about this egg that like, that wants to do everything extreme and is like highway to the danger zone. Like that kind of style, like an 80s rock ballad. And and so it's a song about all the crazy things you can do with an egg, sung by Jack Black. Yes. Who I know you hate, Chamberlain, but gives it 110% every time. Of course he does. Uh, and there's this part of me now that kind of wants to watch Waffles and Mochi, but I'm pretty sure I can probably just find all the songs by YouTubing it. Yeah. Muppet uh, Show rules. Jack Black, is, Jack Black is the young meatloaf of cinema. Oh, I think meatloaf was kind of respected at some point in like the 70s or 80s, wasn't he? He was yeah. at some point, yeah. And I would do Actually, side note: Bad Out of Hell as Bad Out of Hell as an album holds up like you would. No, he's a great musician, amazing on his own right. Songs on it, yeah. Like I don't, I don't know where any of it. Like I that Bad Out of Hell two was where I was was where I was introduced to me. Um, and so yeah, to me, he was like another figure, like Jimi Hendrix. He was one of these people who came from the before time that was already rocking. Didn't write his own songs. What? Who did? Jim Steinemann. Oh. Jim Steinemann. Wow. So kind of like an Elton John situation. Mm-hmm. What a showman. Wow. Well, he's an amazing performer. Here he was, but yeah. Now he's just kind of... Super Trumpy well, and weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Some photos of the second Sonic movie spoil the inclusion of Miles' tails prower and Knuckles the Echidna. I feel... Is that a spoiler? I, I think you'd so. be more surprised no. if they weren't in there. Yeah. Well, it is the sequel, and yeah, the sequel is where Miles shows up, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder wanted Batman v Superman oh my God. called Son of Sun and Night of Night. Oh, that is so I just... Bad. Okay, so every time you hear an awful title, just think about what that was better than. Yeah. Oh, I was just... I, I just don't... Who had to tell him? I don't know, but bless Who had to them? tell him? <laughs> No, they yeah, were somebody doing, did. Yeah, like and they thank you, them. whoever stepped in, and, and oh, it could have been so much worse. Happening. Our uh, title's gonna be a sentence, <laughs> and it's gonna be a pun. <laughs> oh, anyway, Jeff, Zach, Zach we're, not, we're not selling a JRPG. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Wright is gonna get his own Commissioner Gordon show on HBO Max. Jeffrey Wright, his own show. Okay. Yeah, both of those things I like. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in that it's Batman, and I'm like, there hasn't ever been a Batman live-action TV show that I've looked at and thought I wanted to watch that. Gotham was terrible. But, yeah, everything I saw of it looked terrible. I actually tried Gotham. It, it, I made it one episode. It, in. Was, seri- it was hyper-serious oh, Batman God. Muppet Babies. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it was my brother or my brother's wife who got into Batgirl. But that came up a lot in conversation, whether or not I'd seen Batgirl. So I guess that has a... Batgirl? I know Birds of they fired the no, no, lead Bat... and replaced her, and apparently it's still no, okay. No, no. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. She quit. Yeah. But oh, she quit. quit. She oh, okay, to... she quit. Yeah, she quit because she wanted to do movies. Good um... luck with that <laughs> on your resume. Um, Ouch. Who knows? Um, yeah, no, I wasn't, I wasn't enticed to watch that, but HBO tends to do good stuff aside from True Blood. Um, oh, they got a lot worse stuff than that. Ar- Jeffrey Wright. What? Go ahead. Arliss. Um, 
Carlos? There's just tons of stuff. Everyone just politely forgets HBO did. Hmm. Well, can we hold every shitty pilot or no? Like, like hey, keep trying. Yeah, exactly. Keep trying new exactly. stuff. Exactly. Keep trying. So Jeffrey Wright. I love. Um, I like the idea of Batman, and with like an HBO budget behind it, I could see it being okay. Um, I, I think I'll we're all it. fine with there not being any more Westworld. Is there not going to be any more Westworld? Hey, they've. I don't care. It, it's okay. ended on a super cliffhanger, yeah. but I just I don't care. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't care. I didn't watch the last two seasons. They were good. It was a very very violent, rapey show. They weren't good. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, I'll watch two episodes of that and decide. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, Amazon's reported budget for their live-action Lord of the Rings TV prequel TV show is $465 million for season one. Uh, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Ring movies, all the first three, like going to Return of the King, cost uh, like $315 million all told. What are they? It's going to be a disaster. Do, what are they doing for this? Are they actually doing a Silmarillion yes. stuff? I mean, what uh, is... Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's just a similar Silmarillion. They're going to make it interesting, I guess, somehow. Well, there's, there's a reason Silmarillion was never really published until after he died. Because it's not good. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's just, a, it's it's just, just ideas. It's just cool ideas that he never finished yes. or, or fleshed out. Um, but you, you give someone a template, and if you have talented people doing something with it, this could be good. And they're spending a lot of money on it. So at the very least, it'll have cool special effects. They also spend a lot of money yeah. on video games that we've never talked about. True. They spent a lot of money on the Hobbit movies. They sure did. Except those actually made a lot of money. Yeah. But they kind of sucked. Oh, yeah, they, they totally sucked. But they had their moments, and they made a shit ton of money. So I liked them. Yeah. Mm, okay, but if you watch them after watching Lord of the Rings for one, no. just the the gap in quality. It's humongous. Just scene. Uh. It's just... You could tell that Peter Jackson loved making Lord of the Rings. And hated and he felt making he those. Hated, yeah, yep, yep. You can just see him like just sort of like the camera just sort of like just shudders like, oh, okay, I guess we have to do this in three movies instead of and one movie. So was... let me just go over here and look at this dumb shit for forty-five mm-hmm. minutes. Are you happy now, producers? Are you fucking? And the problem happy? was Bilbo was a great Bilbo. The actor playing Bilbo, his name I can't remember at the oh, moment. Um, He's good. Ian, He's a great Bilbo. Ian something? No, um, no, young Bilbo, not old Bilbo. Oh, oh, uh, you're thinking Ian Holmes um, from The Office? Yeah. Ian Holmes is the old Bilbo. Uh, he was Watson. Oh Jesus. Yeah, he was Watson. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I, th- I mean, young Martin Bilbo Freeman. was really good. Martin Freeman. Yeah, I yeah, got there. he was really good as Bilbo. He was. Yeah, and I actually think Thorin was decent. Yeah. Uh, it's just they did stupid things. Thorin was I, fine. Didn't mi- uh-huh. I didn't mind the stupid things. I always enjoyed that world, and so when we get to see Tom Bombadil with shit cake down his face. <laughs> Like I, I fucking love that, and then here, here's Bjorn the Bear Man. I fucking love that, and here's the like I remember. He's a king sequence. of the dwarves riding a boar. Yeah, the the tr- yes, played that by fucking boar. Billy fucking Connolly. Yeah, it was that was and, fun. And here's uh, and here's the here's the eagles again, <laughs> for no fucking reason other than it's convenient, and uh, the Battle of Five Armies. Yeah, I never watched the extended cuts of those. Maybe I, I would. Watch the I would not. Of those. Really? They aren't? Because the extended cuts of the Lord of the Rings movies were better in every way. Um, Maybe. If someone else rented them, I would sit there and watch it. The extended cuts? That's all all I have is the extended cuts of the Lord of the Rings. I never did buy them again. Worst case scenario, we still got, you know, um, Benedict Cumberbatch in pajamas crawling around and roaring. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never not love those pictures. True, and Christopher Lee was in it just barely. Yeah. 
Stephen Colbert was in it. Oh, yeah. With the spy of Lake Town. Uh, in Overwatch news, uh, after news. buying all of... Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Maybe? Uh, after buying all of the skins and emotes from the newest event, I still have like 70,000 gold. <laughs> you and I like... Go ahead. No, speaking of dragons. Um, Shanghai dragons? Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? No, you're just sitting on a pile of gold. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, hoarding yeah. the gold. Well, there's yeah. not... No, I have literally nothing to spend it on. Like, huh? I own everything. There's nothing else I can purchase. It, it's like I'm, I'm Jeff Bezos. I mean, you, you got nothing to do with it, but just roll over and show them all your skills. That's right. That's right. Yeah, no chinks in here. Uh, <laughs> fucking racist Americans. Mm-hmm. In the latest slide... Oh. There you go, you got it. <laughs> we, did, we did okay this week. We did pretty okay. That's, we made it... Yeah. It's an hour in from what it was something oddly racist. The, <laughs> the latest live patch nerfs Baptiste, Echo, and Ryan, and buffs Moira, Arissa, Roadhog, Sombra, and Diva gets a huge buff. I am pissed off about this. Diva is already fine. She's in a good place. Um, what this does is, remember how in that stupid experimental patch where they were like, Mercy's guardian angel can target enemies. <laughs> remember that shit? Yeah. Okay. One of the things was when Diva, when baby Diva calls in her mech, uh, that oh, does ridiculous damage deals now. 600 yeah. damage. So the powers that be decided that now when she calls mech, it'll deal 250 damage. And that's going in the live game. That's a lot of damage. It's kind of just because it's hilarious. That is a little less damage than Tracer's ultimate. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Do they just want to kill her? Tracer have? Do they want us to delete? Uh, Tracer has 150 hit points. Ah, okay. Uh, it so used to do. Sh- it used to do fifty, for the record. It would do fifty and boop you. So as a tracer, I could like get right into that baby diva's face and try to kill her before the mech appeared, knowing confidently that if the mech comes down before I kill her, I'm okay. Now the mech will kill me. So, <laughs> uh, Jeff Kaplan is leaving Blizzard after 19 years. The community is kind of shook, and it bo- feel it bodes ill for Overwatch 2. I bet it does. Uh, probably does. He did not leave with a statement that suggested he wrote that statement. Oh, what are you, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? I don't know, but it wasn't, um, it didn't feel like a positive departure for me. I don't know. That's all I can say about it mm. is his statement did not, but the guy replacing him has been there for 18 years. So, whatever. Well, you think he did some creepy stuff? Mm. No, I no? think... Well, okay, the theory among fans, among, and they all think that Jeff is awesome. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is. Yeah, I assume he is. Like, I've never seen him not be awesome or nice. Um, the theory among them is his philosophy, his stated philosophy, has always been that uh, Overwatch is not an evil game in terms of loot boxes. And mm-hmm. Activision's publicly stated position is that all their releases coming out after a certain point will have the Call of Duty... Um, model which is like you have to basically you have to buy that season pass or you're not playing the content um uh, i think oh uh, so okay so his so some people are taking his departure as he put his foot down and said if you're doing that with overwatch i'm out and they said okay later i can see that yeah so that that's I, I, that's a theory is, based on nothing but those two circumstances it is remarkable that all of the characters in Blizzard are free. Yes, all of the characters have always been free. All of the content, like new maps as they come out, all the new modes, all the PvE stuff that they do, all the seasonal events, that shit is always free. You always have the option of buying loot boxes, 
which might contain the cosmetics you could get by earning and spending gold on it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, who knows? But if Overwatch 2 comes out, like, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll definitely... I would be surprised if I didn't check out Overwatch 2. If I if I chewed on it and spit it out, well, it's not that unusual. <laughs> it's just sad that it would be Overwatch. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Share Factory for PlayStation 5 got a big patch this week that increases the number of clips finally in a video. <laughs> I've only ever ha- been able to have 50 clips uh, in a video as I worked on it. And it's always been torture tossing some clips so I could include others. And it's just incredibly time-consuming. So, they upped the number of clips in a video from 50 to 100, increased music tracks from 12 to 24, all kinds of other cool shit, and I haven't made a video in months. Thanks. So they, they fixed it as soon as I got done making videos, it's basically. taking advantage of the new hardware, finally, because I bet you they didn't do a whole lot to ShareFactory when they ported it from PS4 to PS5. Um, it can take a bunch of formats that the PS4 can't, but the huh. PS4 can take a ton of more formats that the PS5 won't. So, uh, yeah. It's weird. Uh, PlayStation is combining movies and TV with PlayStation Plus in Poland. Remember, they're stopping mm-hmm. doing video rentals. They're yep. stopping in August, I think. Um, but in Poland, if you have PlayStation Plus, there'll be a selection of, like, 15 movies. These include, like, Bad Boys from 1995. Um <laughs> Some uh, 15 pretty meh movies and TV shows, and like five different TV shows, including six seasons of Community, is the most notable title I saw. Now, people are like, why the fuck are you doing this in Poland? There are lots of people who'd be interested in this. And the Polish uh, PR people shot back that apparently in Poland they have a uniquely large appetite for streaming premium video content. Huh. What? I, don't, I didn't know that. that was a thing. I feel like that is a test market and their mad people are finding out about it. I guess. Um, maybe, but it, it would be interesting that Poland is representative of the appetites of the rest of the world. That would be interesting. They're pretty isolated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation announced a partnership with a new studio called Firewalk this week, which apparently has talent from franchises like Destiny, Call of Duty, Bioshock, Apex Legends, and Mass Effect. Okay, but what are they making? Uh, I would, Based on that pedigree, I would imagine a AAA RPG that's somehow monetized or no, a triple-A shooter. I thought that that tweet said something about it being online or multiplayer. No, it almost definitely will. This is like, you know, you're getting part of the Titanfall squad in there. Yeah. Yeah. Meh. Yeah, so, so right now it's like it's like giving money to, uh, you know, Tom Cruise's production company. You know? mm-hmm. Here, Here's $500 million, make me a big crazy action movie. And Tom's like, with live stunts? And we're like, we don't give a shit, Tom. Go... <laughs> Go do it. Can I jump on the couch? Go, go, pay, yes, go pay John Woo to make us a movie. Please. I haven't heard the good news about Xena. Were you princess? No, Xena, the demon of um, Scientology. Oh, Xenu. Yeah. Oh, Xenu. Uh, uh, there is another DLC for Phoenix Rising available today. The Lost Gods is a top-down brawler. That shit must have sold. I bet you it's... Yeah, yeah they're monetizing the shit out of that. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 4 VR will come to Oculus later this year. It looks ugly as shit. <laughs> yeah, see, like, oh, I was like, do I want to do Resident Evil 4, or do I want to do something that came out five years after that? Let's do that. Let's do Dead Space. So, did any of us check out that Resident Evil demo last week? I, no, I don't want to encourage that kind of nonsense. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> the idea that Capcom is marketing doesn't know exactly what they're doing is laughable I, to me. 
I was scrolling through YouTube and I saw a thumbnail for something about Resident Evil uh, Village. Mm. And it was obviously a cosplayer dressed up as Lady whatever. Demisha Bursher. Yeah, like, like, and she has, like, she had, like, pulled back the dress a little bit and was, like, doing that thing where a woman will, it will show a bit of thigh and point her toes. And, mm. but it was like, it was like a thumbnail on YouTube that was trying to sell itself as a part of the game. Hmm. So like the the community is somehow making that the selling They're enjoying point. Enjoying this, I they're guess. very much making that the selling point. The production company, I'm sure, is in on it. And uh, I remember on Twitter this week there was an article on Kotaku. Uh, you don't want uh, Resident Evil 8's Lady Demescrew to step on you, and then every other Kotaku oh, writer yeah. said, said this person does not represent all of Kotaku. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's a big deal, apparently. Whatever. I, the timed demo thing, I think, is just as terrible. And it's really it. stupid. It's really bad. Like, I might have checked it out if were I able to do so at my convenience. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want a player demo with looking at a, without looking at a flowchart first. Yeah. Uh, ta-da. Tales of Arise, the 17th main Tales entry, will launch worldwide this September on PlayStation and Xbox, including new-gen versions. Yay! It'll only look like... One and a half generations old now. I, I've watched the trailers on that, yeah. and instead of looking like a PlayStation 2 game, it looks like a PlayStation 3 game. Uh, I, no, but it, the it, thing is, on the Xbox 360, Tales games looked state-of-the-art. Why did the Tales series just stay there? Because uh, I don't think they sell that great oh. outside of Japan. I don't think they sell... They don't have the numbers of a Dragon Quest or a Final Fantasy. They never have. Also play it. It's that's, that's my birthday present to me. It comes out right at my birthday, or right right after my birthday. So, some tales, be nice. Word is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is getting a remake from a port studio called Asper. There's a lot to remake there. There's a lot to remake, but if they're making it for <laughs> current gen systems and it actually looks good, I mean, it's, making it for Activision. Like it's Activision's not a long not, game. Oh wait, sorry, not Activision. EA. No. They're making it for EA, and EA is not short of funds. No. And they want to do something provably awesome with that license. They would have to redo the entire combat system. I would not stomach that combat now. Was it action-based? No, it was was was, MMO-y. Yeah, you could could queue up what you want to do. You could pause it and then queue up like your next three actions or something like that for each character. I never played it. At the time, it wasn't bad. Now I wouldn't want to deal with it. At the time, it was state-of-the-art. Yeah. Uh, Okami came out 15 years ago this week in Japan. <laughs> and you've purchased that game, what, five times? Uh, more like seven or eight, probably. <laughs> uh, Virtual Fighter Esports for PS4 has been added to the PlayStation Store in Japan. Isn't it just the last Virtual Fighter game, but, you know. But, but it runs on PS4. I don't care. The last Virtual Fighter game was on PS3. And I can't True. play it on my new shit. Well, it's on 360 as well. I could download it and play it right now. Yeah, or you could apparently go into a Yakuza game and there's a full version of it in there. Yeah. <laughs> but you just can't. Uh, yeah, tr- check out it. I don't know if we talked about Did we talk about Sons of the Forest earlier? No, we were talking about the right. the, the music box one. Yeah, the one I sent you the, <laughs> the link to that I don't even remember. Yeah. I just looked at it and thought, Chamberlain really like this. Isn't Sons of the Forest a sequel? Okay, The Forest was... Yeah, on, yeah. It looked like... I didn't play it. But it looked like an open world where you have to like build yourself a, a lodge of some kind because in a couple of days cannibals are going to come for you. Mm-hmm. And so I watched some footage of the forest and wow, that was an ugly looking game. 
But the reason I watched footage of the forest was because I saw some footage of Sons of the Forest, some actual gameplay of it. It looks ridiculously good looking. Like, digging dirt in this game is stunning. <laughs> I was really blown away by the graphics for it, and it kind of makes me interested in if it ever comes to console, just because it was so incredibly gorgeous. Sons of the Forest. Watch a gameplay trailer. There I am. It looks pretty good. Right? But it's a, it's a survival-ish game. That's now. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it wants a lot of your time. Mm. Uh, last week, those creepy Lego Mario things started asking for Luigi via firmware update. This week, <laughs> Nintendo announced Lego Luigi coming this August for just 60 bucks US. <laughs> Give your Lego Mario a brother. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> Complete Edition is free for everyone right now. No more excuses. Go download this. So I looked at that, and it says for free, but I don't think you actually like keep a license for it. I don't know what that means. Like those, the the ones that came out when you bought a PlayStation Five, it gave you those like collection of PlayStation Four games. Mm -hmm. You claimed those, and the license is yours. Okay. These are free to play now. I don't think you own it. That's not the impression I got. I don't know because I, I went and looked at it. And it says, you know, free now, download, but there's no, like, purchase option. The other ones, you actually purchase it for, for zero dollars. These, you download it. So I'm wondering if this is, like, a limited time thing. I don't think so. That's not the impression I got at all. I, not only I that, but they did it with, didn't they do it with Ratchet and Clank earlier? And if people who, quote, purchase Ratchet and Clank were now suddenly not able to play it or re-download it, we would have heard about it. I like think. I don't know. News travels fast. This is Sony. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, Double Fine say Psychonauts 2 is playable and will actually launch this year, Alex. Oh, he's gone. His internet went down. Where did he go? I don't know. Oh, just two minutes. It's just been two minutes. Two minutes ago. No more casting from Laura's place. I'll see you next week. Oh. All right. Mm. Okay, well, back to headlines. Where are we here? Uh, PlayStation did a U-turn on the PS3 and Vita stores. Apparently those will stay up following fan criticism. Movie purchases and rentals are still going away because I am a dinosaur and I like ancient things. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a pretty quick turnaround. Yes, but I don't want the movie rentals to go away. Like, I like uh, having... No saving that. The thing is, I can get them through Amazon. I'm sure I could. But it's just like, I've got, you know, I've got What We Do in the Shadows, season one and two on here. I've got Rick and Morty, the entire fucking series on here. Um, I don't want to lose that. Well, it's not that I'm going to lose it, but I want to allow this to be kind of like a definitive digital collection. Yeah, and that's the problem now, is that your collection is spread across multiple storefronts. Whereas it used to be that your collection was, hey, whatever fits in your in your racks, your CD yeah, racks. But but the thing is, I, not I don't anymore. digitally own movies on any other storefront except for PlayStation. Mm. So... Like, I kind of wanted from PlayStation what Microsoft wanted the Xbox One to be. I actually do own some movies, like, through the Microsoft Storefront. Yeah, it's very convenient. Yeah. It's right there plugged like, into my TV. Dark, like, Dark Knight ones, the Frank Miller ones, I own those. I own, like, a Pink Floyd thing. I forget that they're there until I look through them. I'm like, oh, I bought that. That's yeah, great. But, but, <laughs> but then the ones that I tend to buy, like, aside from things like Barb and Star, that are just kind of, like, experiments and... It would be worth it if it wasn't that cheap. It's like it's like good shit. It's like um, yeah. Pacific Rim is in there. It's like I I could watch Pacific Rim. The Witch is in there. Oh, that's a fucking classic. Like I've got good, I've got all those Batman movies. Man, I love it. It's convenient for me. Uh, IO Interactive announced they've opened a third studio, which will work on a third game that is neither Hitman nor James Bond. New IP. All right. Well, last time they, hopefully last time they did that, it was Mini Ninjas. And Kane and Lynch, 
Oof. Yeah, Kenan Lynch did not do as well. <laughs> no, and they, and they made two of those games. Yeah. Well, uh, because the presentation of the first one was good enough that it got hyped, and there was also the Gerstmann Gate thing. Yeah. Uh, this week's NPD results revealed that the PlayStation 5 is now the p- fastest-selling console in U.S. history in terms of both dollar sales and units sold. Well, I mean, everyone they make it sold. Yeah, but the fact that it... That means there's more of them out there than we think. Exactly. It's just like the appetite is bigger than it's ever been. Yeah. Uh, NPD also showed that Miles Morales somehow outsold Animal Crossing, New Horizons, The Last of Us 2, and Ghost of Tsushima, despite launching late last year. I would bet Miles Morales went almost one for one with the systems. Because you want something that's going to show you the nifty ray tracing, and that's what you had. And uh, what was the other one? Well, there was Demon's Souls, but there was... Oh, yeah, there was Demon's Souls and Godfall, right? Yeah, yeah, Godfall was garbage. Exactly, so. and everyone knew Godfall was garbage going in, but what's a game yeah. that everyone will like? Not everyone will like Demon Souls. Everyone likes Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man, yeah. yep. Uh, CD Projekt somehow posted their best financial results ever, 562 million sales revenue, doubling its revenue from, from 2015 when it launched Witcher 3. So the lesson, boys and girls, is that you can release a shitty broken game and still make half a billion dollars if you get the hype right. Um, I was also reading an article about how they have, like, hang on, my foot, because I know I, I took a screenshot of it. A shitty broken game that Chance has put, like, 200 hours into. Yes. Uh, and I put, like, 60 into, so full disclosure, I played the shit out of that game. <laughs> oh, shit, I got it. I scroll all the way back. Wait a minute, I can just go right. It feels, like, so long ago now, though. It's weird. It was something like they've only refunded 3,000 or 30,000 copies of the game, and that represents like 97% of the request for it, and uh, and it represents like 1.2% of total sales, or 1.2%, 1.2 million out of the 562 million. Um, the process they set up to address that costs them $2 million to do, and again, yeah. not much out of 562 million. Yeah. And it's incredibly complicated, they say, because they're dealing with different financial institutions and laws from all over the world. Uh, but they're dedicated to getting it done. Um, so they're, in terms of that, I think they're probably handling that quite well. And really, it doesn't. It surprises me that the number of requested uh, refunds is so low, given yeah. how pissed people were vocally at the time. Like See, I didn't ask for a I, refund. We didn't. None of us. I want to. No, I didn't. I, I I played the game. For me, it worked. Yeah, I mean, it, actually, the Series X system, aside from PC, Series X was the way to go because it just ran better. I wanted, I would love to see, and we'll never get it, but I would love to see a breakdown of sales numbers by console. Mm-hmm. I would too. You know, specifically to see how many people really did buy it on PS4 and Xbox One, because I bet you not as many as you think. <laughs> hmm. Or if the people who did buy it on those systems just put up with it and, well, and it's the vocal minority. Okay. Let's keep in mind that Cyberpunk has been massively hyped, was massively hyped for like what, 12 years oh, or something? Yeah, forever. So, it's from the makers of Witcher yeah. 3 comes this swing, you know? And at this time, around the time it was launched, not many people had the new gen systems. They were kind of hard yeah. to get, in fact, still are. True. So, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe there was a lot of hype around the game. I don't know. I'd be, per- yeah. Console sales are actually quite large. And I forgot that Sony delisted the damn thing for a while. I think it still is, isn't it? I don't know. I don't think it's back up yet. In the PlayStation Store, at least. So people are buying the physical store, physical copies? Yeah, there was a thing where the physical copies became really, really expensive because... 
because <laughs> you couldn't you buy, could buy digital. And then the last headline I have is, uh, y'all seen those Returnal previews? Y- y'all seen them? Because, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen those Returnal previews or read a Returnal preview, I highly recommend going and checking those out because I am buying that at the end of the month. That's happening. I mean, Housemark is not a guarantee. No, well, Not the way they used to be. Well, they... they yes. I, I mean, Resogun was awesome, but then, like, Next Machina and Matterfall were both like, meh... They're okay, and the last—that's the last thing they made. It was well, Storm Divers. What the hell was that? Uh, no, we played it. We played it. It's, it's multiplayer, top-down uh, sci-fi. Mm, you're like a space. No, that's not. That's you're thinking of something else because this looks like it's only on Steam. And I was thinking of Hell Divers. You're thinking, yeah, Hell Divers. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, but we did. It can't only be on Steam. No, we we played Hell Divers. Developer House Mark. I don't know, man. Just, just looking at looking at the speed of the play, looking at the abilities that were being used, looking at the locomotion that the players were using to get around the environment, looking at the way that the characters seemed to level up permanently, um, and and the various changes that the world could go through, and the hints of the story that were shown in those previews. I'm fucking hyped for that game. What's today? The twenty second. So yeah, I won't. I, yeah, I won't have it by this time next week, but I will be hyped for it by this time next week. Well, it looks like Storm Divers. There's a beta you can join, so it's a, it's a, it's PC. Oh, it's only. not done yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I clicked it to join the beta, and I got a URL error. So yeah. apparently, they're focused more on. Uh... <laughs> Man, let's hope that was yeah, real, and not like a fucking fishing thing. Yeah. Well, I don't think so. But I, the whole the whole rogue light thing does make me nervous. But again, I did I did enjoy. One, did once enjoy... upon a time, there's a roguelike that you like. Yeah, every once in a while it happens. And this is Housemark. I know it's Housemark, and Housemark did some great stuff. And not only that, but you're going to play it anyway. The only thing is, I will play it anyway. I'm not. I'm not going to buy it, but I will absolutely. I will absolutely play it. And you and you might be shocked to like it, old man. That's fine. I'm happy to be shocked. I am not so jaded that I cannot accept being wrong. Isn't there, isn't there another <laughs> neat looking movie coming out this weekend? Oh yeah, Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. World Combat this weekend. Yeah, I read the Kotaku review. It says, like, the first 10 minutes is as good as it gets. But, <laughs> but, but the action is okay and it's super gory. And I'm like, well, that's all I'm looking for. Like, that's really all I'm looking for. It would be. But Christopher Lambert's not in it. <laughs> He's too old now, anyway, but I mean. It was always dumb that he was riding. <laughs> yeah, I, it was really dumb it was that he was riding. Dumb. But... <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, we got. So, yeah, uh, we got that. Got... Yeah, like Returnal is April thirtieth. Resident Evil Village is May seventh. Yeah. Supposedly, Biomutant is May twenty fifth. I want Biomutant to be good. It's only forty bucks, so I'm almost definitely going to do it. Yeah, that new D and D game is in June. Dark Alliance. Wait a minute, is that like the super complex uh, isometric one? Um, I don't know if it's isometric. Well, you're thinking of the old Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. No. I don't know. It's it's a D and D game. Third third person action role playing. Third person action. It's, yeah. Third person action. Yeah. Show me this official gameplay trailer. Boulders are coming for the player. The player is shooting at monsters, and, mm-hmm. and there's drums and. 
Oh, yeah, I remember seeing this trailer. I didn't think the action looked all that good. It's not a good-looking game. No, it's not. But... Oh, my God. Is that Ozzy Osbourne? (laughs) What? No, I think... I'm pretty sure it's uh, Black Sabbath in the trailer. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, if the gameplay is fun. Yeah, the the attacks look like they are lacking a little. June 22nd, man. Now we're in Ratchet and Clank territory. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank's what, June 11th? Yeah, Yeah, so why would I be playing this when I could be playing that? I don't know. I gotta... I'll be playing June 11th in a different... I'll be playing Ratchet Clank in a different state, most likely. And this Dungeons & Dragons thing is only $40. Yeah, it's a budget title. Yeah. No. Maybe. No. That's okay. No. no, don't need it. Well, June, July, yeah, there's not a... got to suck the marrow out of every game here. Yeah, or go into the backlog, find shit like Dishonored... Uh, once I'm done with Dishonored, if I don't do a full thief run, or if I don't go into like Death of the Outsider, I'm gonna play Doom 2016 again. The backlog is rich and beautiful. You know what? And you will enjoy Doom 2016. Yeah, right, because it wasn't fucking Eternal. <laughs> I liked Eternal too, but I do admit that 2016 was better. Yeah, 2016 is good. <laughs> I feel sad about Alien Isolation though. Why? Because you couldn't play it again. No, because you couldn't get your good. No, I, I did, but I was just kind of, like, it was hard to play visually. Like, it just uh, was ugly to the point that it kind of offended the eyes. Um, just with the, <laughs> just, and, and the, the fact that the frame rate was locked at 30 frames per second while maintaining this, you know. That's the problem, While maintaining yeah. these jaggies. Um, like, the art direction and the world and the sound effects actually got me engaged in it. And, you know, got me over that hurdle. But it was, uh, it was an early PS4 generation game. And, yeah. and for its time, it was remarkable. But it wasn't built to scale at all. Like, to scale up to the next no. generation. To run at a higher no. frame rate. To have better anti-aliasing. And, and that's why attempting Dead Space now. I mean, kudos to yeah, Alex for trying fuck. it, but oof. Yeah, if, if I went back, it would be Dead Space 2. <laughs> I would yeah. start with. And even then, uh, I don't think I will. I don't think I will. Yeah. Max Payne 3 was kind of like, wow, that was a long time ago. That was a long I think I'm, time I think ago. I'm better fondly remembering Dead Space and Dead Space 2. That yeah. I am playing them again. Yeah, I'll be interested. The thing is, I'm kind of interested in what reviews of this remastered um, uh, Mass Effect will have to say. Hmm. But I don't know. If, I have zero interest in playing those games again. Yeah, that's though. the thing. Like, I would want it to be a remake in like the the uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake kind of way, where yeah. you got to make it something that is palatable to my modern mechanical sensibilities for what a game should be, and. I honestly think you could condense those two games into one bigger one. Uh, Mass, I mean, Mass really, Effect? Yeah, I think you could. Yeah. There's, there's big empty spaces in the first and the third. I mean, the second one is obviously the best of the three. Yes. But it's... The thing is, everyone's going to start different. with the first one and just going to go, why was this popular, and then not play the second one. Yeah, I know. The second one was where I got into the trilogy. Like, I, I tried the first one. I was like, this is not an interesting and fun game to me. Played the second one. This is a fun game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the second one was brilliant. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. All right. Well, Alex lost his internet connection at his girlfriend's house, so he's out. But. But if he's at his it? girlfriend's house. Yeah, but, but that means his girlfriend was letting him record at her house. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, so that I'm means she accepts this shameful part of him that enjoys, <laughs> that enjoys popular it's culture and video games. embarrassing thing that he does. Yeah. We'll see if we can get around sometime to talk about something. 
Hey, uh, well, she's a I, teacher. I got my better half to come in and talk about oh, yeah. uh, Stranger Things with you guys. Oh, yeah, there was that one time. It was the one time there was something in common that she could talk to you guys yeah. about that I could not talk to you about, so it made sense that she step in for me did. for that. But uh, but the Lord's a teacher, so she could she could literally have... There's countless subjects. My wife's a teacher, too. She could, what, you were a teacher? No, my wife was a teacher. Oh. So my point is that there are literally limitless subjects that she could come in and educate us on. Mm. Well, my wife's a middle school teacher, so... Yeah, but we've forgotten all that shit. I might find that fascinating. <laughs> True. You guys, you guys ask me, have you seen this? My wife goes, have you read this? I'm like, no, I haven't read a book ever. So it's kind of... What book are we talking about? Any book. She's like talking about books that she's having her kids read. I'm like, I haven't read that. I mean, I don't remember that. Or... I remember all the books. I, didn't I remember all I didn't the books from, from high school. Uh, I remember Flowers for Algernon. I saw the play of that. It was depressing as shit. Yeah. But it made me feel better about being depressed. Mm. Mm. Interesting thing to take from that. But <laughs> um, okay, well, what the the point of flowers for Algernon is that uh, a character, a human, who is uh, um, slow, dim, yeah, who's very yeah. dim, but happy, is given a drug or something. I forget what it is that massively increases his intelligence until he's absolutely like a genius and can predict everything that's going to happen. And the smarter he becomes, the uh, the more miserable he becomes. Yeah. The, the more he's able to observe and kind of understand the world around him, the more distressing it is. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sentience is like that. There was a house episode that was basically flowers for Algernon. It was a uh, a, a, a character was like brilliant, but he kept himself kind of doped up all the time. To be able to deal with his oh, less right. than really yeah. stupid girlfriend, basically. Yeah, but but he loved her, so he was happy. But he loved her, yeah. And so at the end, House was like, "Here's your take your stuff, be with your girlfriend, have be all." <laughs> anyway. Anyway. All right. All right. Well, in that case, for Alex Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Bye.